Day buffet. Sorry to keep you waiting. <laughs> Your table is ready for all you can eat. A weekly comeback of K-pop music commentary. Uh, each week we take a brand new release and let you know what we think about it. This is Steven, and if you're hearing my voice, that can Woo! only mean one thing. Woo! It is a subunit show this week, and we are serving you up a full course of spam. So let me introduce uh, the other member of our subunit. It's Alan Mark. How are you doing? Hello. I'm doing well. Pretty good. Uh, if we're spam, does that make Chuck the Silogs? <laughs> I guess... <laughs> I, I've never really considered how Chuck fits into our <laughs> but you could be. Um, but yeah, Chuck uh, could not join us today, but mm-hmm. um, we still uh, have a pretty fun episode for you. Um, we wish him the best of luck. <laughs> yeah, with his debut. Um, <laughs> girl, girl Generation's around. So. Yeah, just but when they're back, <laughs> everyone needs some good luck. Um but yeah, so yeah, uh, you had an eventful weekend, I yeah, think. <laughs> quite an eventful weekend, yes. I believe the exact event you were referring to is the 17 concert, yeah, Be this, the Sun, This week's Oakland. concert report. <laughs> yes, this week out of, out of the many that we've had. Uh, but yeah, it was so much fun. Oh my god. It was my first arena concert in maybe forever. I don't recall the last time I've ever done like an arena concert. It might have been Jonas Brothers in college. Wow. When the Wonder Girls opened for them. Oh, wow. But anyway, 17 at Oakland. That was great. Uh, Yeah, it was super fun. Uh, The vibes are just really fun. I feel like carrots generally are just like a good vibe. So, yeah, it was great. Uh, The performances were incredible. Uh, I sent a clip of the performance of March yeah. over to you and Chuck because I know, at least I know Mark, not Mark, March, <laughs> the song is March. Chuck uh, mentioned in the episode that it would sound, that's it's a song that would sound amazing in arena and oh, it yeah. did. <laughs> so yeah, it was super fun. I don't know. It's, I mean, me and April, who was on our 17 episode, love the group so much. So we were stoked beyond reason it was incredible they're great performers the dancing of course was top-notch their personalities shown i think what was the most charming thing about it is that they all especially like sung kwan and uh, a couple others were very they seemed like legitimately shocked of how loud the uh, the cheers were for everyone and like singing along to the songs it was wonderful it was Aww. just a great vibe all around and yeah i know uh, yeah uh just great and 
yeah, that's a bit. That's all I have to report. Yeah, it's cool. very worth going to see. If you get the opportunity to see Seventeen, do it. They are a wonderful show. Nice. That actually reminded me when you said Wonder Girls <laughs> performed. I forgot to mention last week that uh, I went to uh, a KCON a long time ago, and Girls' Generation was there. Oh my god. I oh, that's was right. like in the highest seats that they had, so it was actually not a great view. But I remember, I still remember them doing Genie, and uh, I, I was like, yeah, they oh. performed, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of like forgot, but then I <laughs> just remembered now. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. Fortunately for us, we were we had pretty good seats. We were lower level sixth row, which was really great. Pretty much like just above stage level so we got a really good view of pretty much every performance so yeah uh i don't know i just love them so much they're all great it's yeah they're just great performers like vernon's stage presence is ridiculous uh stage presence Mm -hmm. Uh, they had the unit performances were really great i don't know it yeah it's it's so fun so good and uh joshua saying Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> because they mentioned how uh, apparently he and Mingyu are at a, a bar in SF and nice. they happened to be doing an open mic. So he went up and sang and played Sunday morning on the Whoa, guitar. <laughs> what? How cool would that be? Oh, man. I know. So Mingyu brought up the story. And of course, Sun Quan made Joshua sing the song yeah. there. Uh, oh so that, that was so much fun. That's cool. Oh, man. Yeah, I guess I guess concert... After this month, maybe, it seems like concert season here is winding down a little bit. Yeah, I, I mean, Blackpink just announced this recently. Oh, that's recently. right. That was pretty big. Uh, some tours are just starting up as well. Like, Etsy's, oh, yeah. I think, just started up. Sunmi started Sun up Mi. in Europe just now. I think yeah. she had her okay. second show where... I saw a clip already. She play. She did "What the Flower" and she was playing bass. Oh man! So, I have a ticket to the yeah, SF yeah. show, and I am. I I cannot. I can't. Okay. I, I'm freaking out already. Well, we'll we'll get that report uh, <laughs> yeah, next <laughs> as month. soon as it comes in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. How uh, are you doing? You asked me how I was. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing pretty well. Um, I. I'm just kind of getting ready. I'm going on a trip soon, so Ooh, that's right. Just thinking about all the things I'm gonna do. Uh, get to see my family. I need to go buy a birthday gift. For oh yeah, that's right. Because your sister's old. there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, three years old now. Yeah, she's oh three. So yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, there's a store. I found a bookstore that has books in French and English. Mm. And so I'm, I'm gonna go tomorrow and see if I can find anything. Cool. Um, Apparently she likes like musical instruments or like toys. She likes to play with toys. Of course. So, oh. uh, I, I also maybe look for something like that. Yeah, it's part of your family. Of course, they're exactly. gonna be drawn to instruments. <laughs> she also like she dra- likes to draw a lot and uh, <laughs> just yeah. Right. She's gonna be the best out of all of she y'all creatively. The com- yeah, the combination <laughs> in. Try a quadrilingual, <laughs> just doing everything. Um, oh the ultimate version of all of you. Yeah. 
she can cover a podcast in 15 minutes <laughs> <laughs> a whole album she, was, she can review an album <laughs> yeah um, every note is a one last note it's yeah, the, it's it's the best note yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay well yeah so i'm good um yeah just i guess having a good summer <laughs> yeah so yeah, that's good. uh yeah i guess we have a pretty interesting kind of new group to me even mm. though they've been around for a little while this week but um yeah before we get into that uh i will go through uh, the other releases that came out this week in my segment <laughs> whoa <laughs> uh steven's uh, specials of the week and we have some pretty um, pretty interesting ones this week, including a few full-length albums, a few uh, first full albums from some groups, uh, plus one solo debut that uh, I did not know was coming up. But first off, we are uh, going to talk about two releases from Tuesday. First is the group Craxy who came out with a mini album called Who Am I? And there are two title tracks called Undercover and Requiem. This is their third mini album. It has six tracks. Uh, And the first song is a track titled Interlude, Who Am I? Because this is the third chapter out of five that make up their second album called Craxy Universe. There is a lot going on with their concept. It's pretty, it's kind of cool. I I didn't know much about it, but Chapter 4 comes out in October, and then Chapter 5 comes out in December. And this all started last year, so they, they've had this all kind of scheduled and worked out in advance. Um, so most of the songs here are by the D Answer group, um, but we also see Six June and Mayu Wakisaka, who's worked on some Twice songs and TXT songs, as well as uh, Hi Hi by Lena. Um, and she, uh, Six June and Mayu Wakisaka worked together on two of these songs. So yeah, that was Craxy, and remember, there are two title tracks for this release. I did not know that's how that was pronounced. I assumed it was crazy. <laughs> oh, I I actually didn't look it up. I think it's like Craxy, uh, or maybe it is crazy, <laughs> and I've just been saying Craxy. Let oh, me look no. up. Let me look at it. Oh, uh, no. Okay, well, it, it's written, I would love it if we're both wrong. <laughs> it's like Krekshi. It's Krekshi. So it's okay. like, I think it's. I think it's closer I to think yours. Kraxi, so yeah, okay. yours is good. Maybe okay. it's not as yeah, American as Kraxi. <laughs> <laughs> but, but this is why you do the special, so yeah. you could say the names correctly before either me or Chuck <laughs> say them wrong. Uh, I, will, I will always have a list to give you to read. Well, not always, but I will try. <laughs> sure. Um, Okay, so that was them. Just avoid saying the name again. But uh, same day, uh, we have uh, a special album from the group ONF. It's called Storage of ONF. And I will just go ahead and tell everyone that the title track is called Your Song. I hope you don't mind that I put that in words. (laughs) Uh, There are five new songs on this special album. And... There are five remastered versions of some of their older songs. Um, this one, this one's pretty interesting uh, because all five of the Korean members 
of ONF enlisted in December. So they prepared this in advance of that. And I wow. think people are, are like giving accolades to this group for, for kind of smartly handling uh, their enlistment. And they, they don't have this long, like prolonged period of uh, hiatus. But um, they're... One member, you, who is Japanese and does not have to enlist, he guess is active. I, I don't know what he's going to be up to, but yeah, I guess he's still around. Um, so it's a special album because they're not promoting it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Unless you is just going to go up. Like, it's just you yeah. doing every part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, that was your song. And um, <laughs> yeah, that was Tuesday. Uh, moving on to uh, Wednesday, where we have two studio albums. First up is from the band Lucy. Their album is called Childhood, and title track is called Play. There are 15 songs on their album. Uh, there are a couple features, uh, D-Hack and Song Unhye. not familiar with really either of them. Uh, but I think D-Hack is a rapper, and then Song Unhye is a, a singer. Um, I just checked out a couple of the tracks, and there's no shortage of violin, obviously. But it, it sounds great. Um, and yeah, so I like that. I think we like Lucy on this show, so we'll check that out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, same day, another group releasing a full-length album. They also start with the letter L-U. Uh, it's Luminous with the album Luminous in Wonderland. Uh, the title track is called Engine. There are 10 tracks on this album. Um, just as a quick reminder, they debuted last September, and this group does have a member named Steven. Uh, and in the credits, we see some Mono Tree, uh, Hitmanic, and Deco, Ava King, uh, Harold, Philippon, and then one song is arranged by that guy, Elon. I never know how to say it, but he's like, platinum billboard producer but he has one credit on this uh, album for this uh, rookie group so that's kind of cool um and then lastly on friday i know there's a big release but i'm everyone's already heard about that so the one i i picked for friday is a solo debut this one is uh the solo debut of fatu of black swan with a mixtape called PWAPF and the title track Castle Key Roll, uh, Roll in parentheses. So there are three tracks on this mixtape, uh, and PWAPF stands for Psycho with a Pretty Face. Uh, Fatu wrote and composed all three songs and also worked with Lean On, who co-composed and arranged these tracks as well. Um, and there is an interview on Grammy.com where she says two of the songs are more trap beats and one has a drum beat. And she'd also like to work on some boom bap and afro beat and soul and R&B in the future for her own work. And she'd also like for Black Swan to do some more uh, genres and styles of music. Um, but yeah, Black Swan's gone through a couple lineup changes or yeah. a lineup change this year. Um, but yeah, I think this will be cool to see uh, what Fatu uh, will do. Um, so yes, good luck uh, to her uh, and for this mixtape. We'll see. Uh, I think got a bright uh, future ahead as a solo artist. So yeah, those are 
my specials of the week. Mmm, tasty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks, Steven. Sure. I have, to, I have to throw that in for, for Chuck. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. It, so he'll do delicious or something. Yeah. Like I just that. wanted to reference one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, as I mentioned, we have a somewhat, well, newish group to me. I don't know a lot about them, uh, but they, they were brought out. Uh, since Girls' Generation oh. last week. Oh, sorry. Oh, man. That's going to delete it. But, I, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll just, without saying too much more, throw it to Alan Mark. Uh, yeah. Is it Wikipedia Pink or Encyclopedia Pink? I forget which one. He said Wikipedia last time. Let's okay. go with that. <laughs> okay. I don't have but encyclopedias we'll anymore. We'll do our rundown for our group this week. Yep. Get away. All right, so yes, as Stephen alluded to, uh, and I will also, I'll just state Let's again, again. Yeah. So what great timing that we're doing this episode this week because it looks like Girls' Generation really did <laughs> bring the boys out. Wow. So <laughs> yes, the boys, uh, the the boy group, the boys. Uh, their history begins in 2017 when the agency. Creakers? Creakers <laughs> announced the debut of a new boy group, introducing them through a reality show, Flower Snack, leading to the pre release song, I'm Your Boy. Then the group would officially debut on December 6th, 2017, with their first EP, The First, and its title track, Boy. <laughs> so, really driving home the, the, yeah. the fact that they are boys. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, and it's also the boys with a Z. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so they debuted as a twelve-member group consisting of members Sangyeon, Jacob, Younghoon, Hyunjae, Juyeon, Kevin, New Q, Juhaknyeon, Hwal, Sunu, and Eric. Uh, I believe Jacob and Kevin are. Canadian and Eric is oh man I didn't look the, I actually don't have this at least I don't know if they're all Canadian or uh, any of them oh, are American uh, Eric is Korean American okay Eric is Korean American and yes Jacob and Kevin are okay. Canadian so okay. yeah uh, I believe that's it uh, regarding international members I'm just double checking real quick mm-hmm. uh, Q is Q is not American. No, Q okay. is Korean. Changmin, right. Lee Changmin. Okay. Or G Changmin? G. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, Changmin, so yeah. Alright. Well, that's, that's that. That's the members. Okay. Alright, so prior to debut, just some pre debut. Pre debut, <laughs> uh, uh, I guess, information. So. Yeah, so Kevin was a contestant on K-pop Star Six, uh, but was eliminated early. So you don't really—he's not on the Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. It's fine. I love Kevin. I think he's my bias. Uh, Sunwoo was a contestant on the show High School Rapper in January 2017, uh, also eliminated early. And then Ju Hakneon was a participant on Produce 101 season two. Uh, in March 2017, and placed 19th overall, so obviously did not make 101. Uh, yeah. 
Then the group released their second EP titled The Start with lead single Giddy Up on April 3rd, 2018. Though, uh, unfortunately, member Hual was going through some health issues at the time, thus he could not promote with the group for three months. But luckily, he would be available in time for the special digital single Keeper that was released on July 12th. Uh, this year, they also appeared on the reality show Happy Arrived at Our House, where they fostered two abandoned street puppies until they oh. found permanent homes. Oh, what a I know. I normally wouldn't put stuff like that, but I really wanted to. Yeah. Alright. Their third EP, The Only, was released on November 29th, 2018, with the title track No Air. Followed by winning the 2018 Melon Music Award for Best New Male Artist. Then in 2019, they released the single album Bloom Bloom on April 29th, giving them their first music show win on May 7th on SBS MTV's The Show. Uh, this was followed up by their fourth EP, Dreamlike, and the single uh, DDD uh, on August 19th. Though unfortunately, on October 23rd of this year, member Hual would officially leave the group due to his health. Uh, but uh, on the bright side, he was able to pursue a solo and acting career afterwards under the name uh, Hyunjin Her. So, yeah. Uh, or Her Hyunjin? Oh no, I mixed it up. Her... Yeah, Her Hyunjin. My bad. Sorry. Sorry, Hyunjin. Alright. Uh, yes, and then on November 6th, now as an 11-member group, the boys had their Japanese debut with the EP Tattoo, followed by a special digital Korean single titled White to celebrate their two-year anniversary. Then in 2020, they released their first full album, Reveal, featuring the title track of the same name on February 10th. One of the best days ever. Uh, they would then appear on the Mnet competition show, Road to Kingdom, a program where the winning group would secure a spot on the following year's Kingdom Legendary War, the male counterpart to the popular Queendom from the year before. So through the show, the boys released the song Checkmate for its finale and ultimately won the whole season, securing a spot on Kingdom Legendary War. Then on September 21st, they released their fifth EP, Chase, featuring the single The Stealer, followed by the digital single Christmassy to celebrate their third anniversary. Then in 2021, the boys released their first full Japanese album, Breaking Dawn, on March 17th. And then they would appear on the program Kingdom Legendary War that I mentioned uh, that started in April. And they placed second overall in the entire program. Uh, second to... Maniac. That's a maniac. Stray Kids. Yeah, so I guess they just needed to not have a home in order to win. Because the boys lost to some stray kids. Then in August, they released their sixth EP, <laughs> Thrilling, uh, with the lead single, Thrill Ride. Uh, then on September 17th, Cacao Entertainment, which founded the boys' the company, announced that Creaker Entertainment and Play M Entertainment would merge and then would launch what would eventually be called IST Entertainment. So moving forward, they're uh, under IST. 
Then the group would return on November 1st with the single album Maverick, followed by the special digital single Candles, which would commemorate their fourth year together. So it seems that every December, they're just going to have an anniversary song that is Christmas related. So that's fun. Uh, then in 2022, the group released their second Japanese EP, She's the Boss. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't put the date. Weird. Okay, then on August 16th, their seventh EP, Be Aware, was released with the lead single, Whisper. Though, unfortunately, this year,、uh, member Eric would not be promoting with the group for these releases, going on hiatus due to health reasons.、Mm. So, that is why、uh, this EP is、uh, 10 members in it. So, yeah,、uh, but that's the EP that we're covering、wow. today, just、yeah. the two of us in spam. Well, thank you for that. You're welcome. Yeah, I did not know very much about this group. For some reason, they were much. Like newer in my head, and like、mm. I, I didn't know it was 2017 that they debuted yeah, when, I, when I looked that up. Yeah, I sort of yeah. use their debut date as sort of the marker for the fourth generation because it seems like 2018 seems to be like this is when it's the fourth gen now, but like December 2017, you can't count that towards a third generation, and they're very much like a fourth gen group, so yeah, so I think、yeah. that's a good marker. That, and I was kind of thinking about that be, because I, I was listening to it with the idea that they were a newer group in my head. And then when I found out that they debuted in 2017, I was like, oh, maybe they are like the ones who started this out. Like, yeah,、mm-hmm. yeah. So I, that kind of changed what I was thinking about them.、Ooh. But、um, I, yeah, I guess I haven't listened to them much.、Um, Remembered Maverick, though. I, I like that video and that、mm-hmm. song's pretty cool.、Uh, but other than、mm-hmm. that, not too much.、Uh, I'm not、yeah. a fan of Maverick. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. I think I, I just remember I remember the video,、um, which I thought was cool because it was dark and like, I don't know, it seemed like a heist or something.、Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, if you want heists, then. There's the Steeler also. <laughs> That's true.、Uh, oh, yeah, the Steeler. I think I like that one too. But I actually I don't remember anything else. But I was listening to some of their、uh, B sides this week.、Mm. I found a couple that I did like a lot. Yeah.、Um, yeah. Yeah. I th- yeah. I think I have definitely more of a history with the boys.、Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll probably get into it more in my closing statements. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I, I think around the time of the Steelers when I started getting into them and listening to them. So,、uh, yeah, so I've, so I've been pretty aware of that. I think it was the performances on Road to Kingdom that got me to pay attention because they did a really good cover of Taman's Danger. I will say oh, that. Oh, cool. So, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, why don't we just get into this、yeah. mini album, their seventh.、Uh, Be aware and start with, start with the, the title track, Whisper.、Um, why don't we start with you,、uh, Mark? Yeah, what did you think、mm. of this song? Yeah, so this song I felt like had to grow on me a little bit. So,、um, yeah, I just started off just clearly like that. So,、uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't know how the sound. Like how I felt about it upon my first listens of the album.、Uh, yeah, I think because 
It felt a lot like Thrill Ride, which was a very slow burn for me. That one I also didn't like right away. I that one actually I don't think I realized that I actually enjoyed the song until more recently as I revisited their other songs preparing for this, uh, for this episode. So yeah, so then at first I was like not a standout. It kind of just sounds like a song to me. But the more and more I listened to the song and was able to pick apart pieces, I was finding parts of it that I really enjoyed, uh, especially I think the chorus. Uh, like the vocal layering, I thought was very interesting and well done, which is, I think, pretty common amongst the boys' songs and title tracks specifically. They do a lot of cool vocal layering and harmonies. So I think this song does a really cool job of that. I think my initial like, disappointment was more because the melody and top line wasn't so interesting to me. and. Generally, that's the first thing that attracts me to music is a really good top line. If it, if it doesn't have one, then I it definitely takes a while for me to to either end up liking it or just not like it at all. So yeah, that's where a lot of those feelings come from. But I mean, I think it's a cool. I like that it's a like brighter, fun song because I think we've mentioned a lot how in the fourth generation is sort of molded and stereotypically very aggressive and dark and like you know cool and we've covered a lot of that stuff too mm -hmm. but i have noticed with the boys when they do brighter concepts which also they started off with they're very successful with it i think generally like they do have really good stuff there so yeah this is at this point now after several listens of this album it's not an exception so yeah but I'll dig into more. I want to know what you think of the song too. Yeah, I. It also took me a few listens to find things that I, I liked about it. Because um, at first, I kind of had that same thought, like, okay, this is their song. <laughs> like, it, it didn't stand out, but there there were parts. Um, I think for this one, I was listening to the instrumental parts in particular, like. It's kind of interesting how the sections that aren't the chorus or around the chorus, they each have a somewhat different instrumental section. Um, like, uh, but there, like in the second verse, especially you hear it, there are these, I, I think there, it's a, either a different chord progression or just a different instrument that's playing them. Um, but in the second verse, it, it sounds really like sly and cool. I, I like that tone they bring there. Um, but there is this weird thing that is consistent throughout the song. It was like this hum, it's like this high-pitched hum in the back. I, I had a, it, it was only on this song, so I think it was there. And um, it was almost driving me to like madness. But because <laughs> whenever I would play it back, I would pick it up and then it, like, that was what I would was hear would hear first, um, or something else is driving me <laughs> insane. But oh, it, um, it's not that whistle that's going on. It sounds like a, a like a coach's whistle. Sometimes it's, it's at least in the chorus. I hear something like that in the background. I don't know if that's what you're talking about. It no, it's it's definitely there during the verse. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, it's. Oh, yeah. We'll, 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 figure it, it out. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out. 
Yeah, but um, that does run through a lot of the song. Uh, but yeah, I wish oh, the I melody was. I, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, th- yeah. I, I do agree with you there too. That I wish it was a little more interesting. It, it's not. It's catchy. The the chorus is catchy, but it's not like one that I like a ton. Um, so it's kind of. It's like just it it's not that uh interesting it, i feel like it doesn't stand out too much as a song um mm-hmm. yeah but yeah what, what what else did you find about this song so just listening to the song now and trying to pick apart things from their arrangement at least to notice i like how I don't know if I like it. It's just something I noticed. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like popping sounds in there and some other like samples going on, like sirens, particularly in the chorus. And li- hearing it back now and multiple times, those parts, the song overall does not sound like the song, but those sections and uh, I guess instruments that they, or samples they chose reminded me a bit of the GD and Top song, Knockout. <laughs> Uh, with like the bubble bubble pop like that stuff so so i'm like curious like if there was some inspiration there possibly but yeah because i know that was an era where a lot of the songs are just very like sample heavy of like high tones yeah but i think because there's so many like high tones going on too i think a part that can really in my opinion help improve the song more is it's missing a lot of low end like the bass is not profound at all too so like so i feel like it's missing some of that balance as well so i don't know that's an interesting like production choice Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah yeah, i know i did like the bass in the bridge though because you could hear it like sliding around a bit and i i think that's where it started to stand out uh Mm. plus they brought in a new synth sound um, yes. Plus some cool, some more cool, like mysterious sounding chords in, in that section. Yeah, uh, I think the bridge part is my favorite part of this song, yeah. though. Yeah, which is makes sense. I generally like news parts and mm-hmm. uh, in in songs, and he sings a lot of bridges. So, yeah. Yeah, um, I guess I did have a note that I did I liked uh, when when Sangu and. Ju Haknyon were, I think they were the rappers, but they did do a bit of a faux whisper, so I, I guess mm-hmm. that was good that they were living up to the song title in the yeah, verses. Especially because when they actually do sing whisper, it's quite loud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think the song, it started off with that really, like a really light and refreshing tone, but it does take some turns, which is mm-hmm. uh, at least is interesting to hear. But um, yeah, again, it goes back to the, the melody being mm-hmm. just like kind of okay and th- not grabbing me from the start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is interesting for a single choice to have a song where the top line isn't as interesting, I guess. Apologies to whoever wrote the top line, but you know, yeah. But uh, yeah. No, I, I wholly agree there. Um, but when I mentioned also the song grew on me more, a part of that is also because of the music video. I feel okay. like the music yeah, video yeah. did help me enjoy the song a bit more, which it, generally I feel like K-pop 
that's their goal as well. It's a visual medium as much as it is an audio yeah. one. So, yeah. Oh, I guess, I mean, I didn't have anything else specific. I didn't song, either. So I'm... why don't we just go into the video? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, admit, I guess I mentioned the, the Maverick video, which I liked for, I, I mean, that does start just like mostly all black outfits and mm -hmm. that. And, uh, but this one, I think, is a very different color palette, <laughs> but uh, which I thought looked great. I think it, it was kind of nice to see all that pink and the yeah. uh, bright colors there. So, uh, yeah, what did you think? Yeah, I, I mean, I love the colors too. <laughs> you know, I love pink. Uh, it goes well with the blue too. So I just think generally, uh, like visually, it like I like that brightness. But the the outfits they had that as well, I think matched it really well. It's a nice mix of casual urban with like sort of like cool looks of like you know some blazers cool jackets but you know the sleeveless and some of the jeans they wore like i like <laughs> the the styling overall i thought was really good for like this style of song um, but when it comes to the boys overall though for me i think my perception of them the above everything else is them as performers and mm -hmm. dancers uh, maybe that's because I was really introduced to them with Road to Kingdom, but I mean this video also shows that, especially the chorus when they do the choreography there. Yeah, it's always so sharp and precise and strong, um, you know, and it's both helpful and also difficult to do when they have that many members too. Like it always evokes back to like Seventeen being like the kings of synchronization. Yeah. The boys sort of have that same element to them like they have a little bit of theater kidness to them uh but a little they come off a little bit cooler though <laughs> to me yeah. uh but yeah you could notice especially q i like it i love it when q's at center because he is just an incredible dancer he's uh, so, always so precise and i think he had the like the white purpley hair oh okay okay yeah that's q uh he's one of the main dancers it's him and juyun so yeah, but yeah, whenever they're in the center, I'm like always locked in on them because it's they're just so sharp. Yeah, uh, I I like that. I'm just watching it now, but uh, I do like that scene where there's like chains around them. I thought that was like a cool. Oh yeah, second uh, verse I think. Yeah, uh, with Sanu. Verse. Yeah. Oh, but Kevin also has some. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, this this video it's less of a. I don't know a narrative and <laughs> just like yeah. it's like a, the, the dance like which just cuts to different member scenes and mm -hmm. stuff which is i mean that's obviously a huge a big style video but um yeah it does yeah. in the beginning it does show them dancing in front of i think it says a museum so i'm curious if each of them are an exhibit in the museum oh okay maybe yeah, I, I guess I wasn't really picking up anything. Yeah. But then the, and, something at the end happened, and also I didn't pick that up really. Like, oh, that's right. Like yeah. clock was. Yeah, but, I don't yeah. understand if there's any narrative going on, but I do like a lot of the visuals they showed. Mm -hmm. Like, I like the so shots with the uh, when they're like the the flowers and stuff like that. Yeah. There's a lot of like new. New was holding a rabbit, <laughs> and just like I like those scenes a lot. Uh, yeah, I know. It's yeah. just 
cool. I don't know. It's just very like pretty to look at. I think that's yeah. that's a really nice thing about this. It's a very visually pleasing and stimulating music video. Mm. And it, their light stick is the megaphone. Cause oh, think, is it? I think so. Because they, they have some shots of that or like a few like megaphones. Uh, not, not like a really yeah important pieces, but like they just reference it a few yeah. times in the video. So that's all right. That, that's nice. Uh, wait, are they going on tour? Did they have a tour? Oh, they, they went on tour earlier oh, this year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're one of the early ones this yeah. year. That's what I remember because I was like low key considering going, but I was like I don't know yeah. them that much. <laughs> so. Yeah. Do you know where they played in the Bay, or if they did uh, come to? Um, if you give me two minutes, I'll, I'll oh, get it over to you. Okay. <laughs> well, sure. It's all right. Um, I don't really. I can find out later. <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess were there any other parts of the video? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just I feel like they have fun performing. I think that's another part that I really enjoy watching them. So yeah, but other than that, I think they're just you know. They're just fun to watch. Very yeah. good, yeah. They're good, great performers, which uh, I'll probably you know mention as well in the closing. But yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, so it looks like for the tour they had to reschedule some dates oh. because of COVID. Yeah, the San Jose stop was canceled. Oh, um, yeah, because some of the members contracted COVID at that time. Oh, Kevin okay. and Q. Oh, man. Ju oh, it was Kevin and Q and Juyun. Oh. Kevin and Q are my two favorites. Oh. <laughs> that's a bummer. Oh, that's too bad. Ar around what time of year was that? Uh, June? Oh, okay. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It wasn't that long ago. Well, all right. I guess that was just a bump in the road for them. Uh... <laughs> Yeah. which i think should great lead in yeah if we're, if we're done with the title track uh, we can move on to uh track number two called uh bump and love uh and yeah i can i can start on this one i i'll just say like pretty much from the get-go i enjoy this one a lot more than the title track it's also like not a extremely like i don't know interesting or like new sound or anything but i i think it's just um it, it's pretty straightforward and like i like the way those keys are just playing steady throughout the whole song or a lot of the song um i, I felt like that that the, the keys there or whatever that synth playing that steady rhythm what they were kind of representing this that that smooth section before or in between all the bumps and like uh when when it stops there's maybe some some kind of uh, interruption yeah. but it just because it feels steady and uh but there will be some diversions along the way i guess so um but yeah i think the song again like it, it's pretty simple but all, all the sounds that they chose i think all work they had that almost g-funk style yeah like that... lead synth that i love yep. uh that the lead in i love those like the the ooh harmonies and the pre-chorus, I think they were really, really nice. Um, or no, the melody, I think that was like the melody of the pre-chorus, yeah. yeah. um, which is really, really nice. Um, 
Yeah, uh, again, I think Sanu, he has a ni nice flow in the second verse. Um, I'm still, like, learning who they are. Who, but... Yeah, I, I was told, too, I was watching multiple color-coded and, like, line yeah, distributions to like, figure out who's Sanu. who. I Before, I could definitely name or pick out, like, five of them. Mm -hmm. And then from there, I was like, I just memorize who, <laughs> who the rest are. Because I kept getting... Sanyeon and Hyunjae mixed up for some reason um, but yeah but at least I could I knew I could figure out which one was Younghoon I, I knew which one was Juyeon what mm -hmm. Kevin knew and Q like those are the ones I like was solid about uh, Sunwoo I knew Sunwoo but like for some reason I could just never <laughs> remember that that one is his face mm -hmm. And then, for some reason, Jacob and Ju Hackneon, I just could not remember <laughs> that. Like, what, like, but... Oh, um, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, what did you think of, of Bump and Love? Yeah, I mean, a lot of the same things you already said. Uh, it's very straightforward. There's not a lot of interesting things going on besides that G-Funk yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, synth that I also noted... Every time I hear it, I'm just like, oh, this is this is exactly what Dr. Dre imagined. Yeah. I <laughs> know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, otherwise, like, now you you mentioned Sonu as well in his second verse. I think Sonu is, I think, uh, one of my more favorite rappers in the fourth generation, I think. Oh. Uh, I don't know if he's, like, in the top top, but mm. I definitely think he's maybe not underappreciated, but maybe sort of a like he's not one of the first names you think of for best rappers in k-pop for fourth gen but i think he does deserve to be in that conversation somewhere um but yeah he's good i, I like his delivery a lot and his tone he knows how to adjust based on what the song sounds like like you mentioned the whispers and yeah. in, in whisper and then you know there's this so uh but yeah i don't know otherwise in this yeah i think this song was one that i did enjoy more immediately than whisper as well because melodically it was more interesting, mm -hmm. Santa Cole. Uh, the uh, same thing, the pre-chorus was a, was a section I probably enjoyed the most. Uh, the bridge was interesting because I felt like that felt like a complete shift, just going yeah. switching to just, just held down piano chords. Uh, of course, with new starting it off because he's his voice. And yeah, I don't know. It's just... The thing about this song, though, before I looked at what the lyrics were actually, I thought this song was going to be something completely different than <laughs> what it's actually about. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's just, maybe, maybe when I see those two words, I'm thinking yeah. too much about Junyuine and not uh, uh, Juyun or something. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I think if this was an NCT song, you would have been right, though. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but I I also like that bridge, uh, and they get brought in like this marching band type of snare. That's right, yeah. Which I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, I I think that's a good way to like really switch up the sound if you're just expecting like one straight hit on on the typical two and four or something. Mm -hmm. But then you're getting like this uh, more traditional like snare play there yeah and it's such a different tone of snare than what they had before because yeah. the first one is very like a sharp precise like super compressed like just snare and then yeah it turned into like this more like open like 
they released a little bit of the the tightness on it. <laughs> yeah, I was like hold. I was like holding my. I was like <laughs> pretending like the, the old school grip, uh, yeah. whatever that is. But uh, yeah, it also reminded me of those. Comp- I, did you ever watch these like competition videos of the D- drum DCI? This competition where like. No where all those drum cord... like drumline stuff or yeah, oh, yeah. but they, they also have these individual <laughs> snare like oh performances I... which are crazy oh like, no i'm sure they cool. are yeah, yeah but i mean this snare wasn't quite <laughs> that level. complex it was like i don't know 16 <laughs> notes but those people are doing like 128 like, or something. like nick cannon can easily do this <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> very yeah um Okay. Yeah. I guess that's about all I had to say for. It's all very the direct. Love. Yeah. Okay, why don't we uh, move on to track number three? Yes. Uh, <laughs> code or C O D E. What uh, did you think? Oh wait, I have to think of a question <laughs> to bring you in. Uh, did <laughs> this unlock a good feeling in your head? <laughs> Well, this song is truly a song. I think at first, I don't know, I was very curious hearing this song at first because, uh, and it sounded another bright, like fun, even more bubbly than Whisper kind of song. Uh, so I was like, okay, here's some nice, like melodic stuff going on. This is a song I could like easily grab onto more because enjoy because it's very fun and catchier than the previous two songs. And then in the chorus it gets to the end and then it's just they sing this so earnestly (laughs) this one plus one equals one and it's like oh (laughs) and then you're my genius right after that it's oh it's like and i was like oh i don't know how i feel about this song anymore and then i think i came back around and then the more i listened to it i was like no you know what no I like this song because this song is camp. This is a campy oh. song. <laughs> this is like, I get it now. So yeah, now I'm just like, this, now I'm just going to be singing one plus one equals one every yeah. day. <laughs> just so earnestly, without, yeah. like belting it out. It's so it's like, it's like, I wanted to be cynical about this song, but how like corny and cheesy that is. But it's K-pop and I should just have fun with it. And yeah. now I am very much having fun with it. Yeah, I I love that part too. I was, just the way those what those notes in, in that one. It's just it's so yeah. It just works so well for this. Um, I I thought it was that was actually just my favorite part of the song. That yeah, one line. Um, yeah. It's a good line. It's sung well. <laughs> yeah, I I thought that the production though it's something I would associate more with like a girl group. Like I feel yeah. like you could it, it's almost typical of a girl group b-side like um and i was i was like imagining things sung by like i don't know just i don't know girl group um and it, it really i felt like it would really fit and it i don't i guess i don't think about that too often or or like switching production for for groups but this one seemed like it, it stood out to me um yeah i don't i think i i, don't, I think i understand where you're coming from too it's something about the tone of that synth that feels very like 
don't know. I think kind of feels like a pink kind of like earlier a pink maybe maybe that's why yeah. or i'm trying like, to think of other groups that oh my like, girl oh my yeah head, like, yeah i could see that yeah yeah but so it, it has or certain like instrumental lines are very optimistic sounding or they have yeah. that like hopeful yeah motif that i think a lot of girl groups tend to have yeah there's like yeah i think especially in the chorus, there's that MIDI sound, the like I think that like specifically is exactly what you're talking about. Um, yeah, but I, I think I liked that that I was <laughs> hearing that kind of thing from from a group that I was totally expecting we're gonna do yeah. all like yeah more in your face aggressive yeah. stuff. But um, I I did yeah it was just kind of having fun with this song also i do feel like at some point it felt like it was in a rush i think in mm-hmm. like the second half i can hear that it, they were trying to get to the end and did, i don't know i didn't feel like it, it, it is one of the shorter songs but oh. it's not that short but i don't know it felt like mm-hmm. it was just trying to get to the end um i don't really know why but yeah yeah i'm trying to think about maybe the the what the percussion does and the mel the melody is also very like quick it gets yeah. really quick in moments so maybe that's why it feels like it's a lot of rushing but yeah. yeah i think if there's one thing i have to say about this song like i do think that that main synth that it starts off with the uh the 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 like that like there's something about the texture or quality of it that kind of does feel i don't know like I don't want to say cheap, but it does sound kind of like dated or old mm. to me. I don't know. I don't know what like the. I feel like there's something about the quality of it that I feel like it could have been turned up a little bit more. I don't know. I don't know how to better explain it than that, though. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> I, I don't it's know like it potentially could have just been like. Pr- it sounds like it came from like so, uh, the dude's best bedroom or something, mm-hmm. like one of those like bedroom tracks or something. I don't know. But it's not necessarily bad, but it's like maybe if the quality was turned up. But I don't know. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I guess yeah. Uh, that's all I was gonna go over yeah, for this that's song. All I got um, yeah. And yeah, I'm just glad that I'm not too much of a stickler for math. But, you know, oh, I guess whoever yeah. wrote this song, you know, they're a genius. They understand what they're doing. So. All right. Um, so we can take a quick break. Uh, this week, we will not have a game. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we'll just take a quick break, and then we'll be back to cover the last three songs of the album on the TBZ side. So, nice. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you after the break. Welcome back to the B-side, or this week, 
it's the TVZ side. I'll just call it that. Um, we're going to just go through the last three songs on the album. And next up was track number four, Levitating. And um, I, yeah, I guess I'll start on this one. I guess, yeah, I like also like the way this started off. And I think with... But like with Bump and Love, it was a song I could get into pretty easily. Um, it gave us that, that really cool like piano and vocal intro. And I, I think that just grabbed my ear pretty much right away. Um, and then I was, as I was listening, it, listening to it, or as the song was progressing, I was feeling like this also had potential like lead single mm, mm-hmm. uh, possibility. Um, but I think it was also because it was one of the the first melodies that like I was that I actually really liked the first time I heard it, mm-hmm. um, and it was like all the way up to verse or song four where I, I had to hear that I, I don't know I was uh, I was hoping maybe there was something that I could have really latched onto earlier, but I, this one I felt like was one I really was paying attention to the first time I heard it. Um, so I liked this one, maybe even more than I enjoyed any of the other ones so far. Um, yeah, again, uh, verse two, I, I kept noting down, like, Sanu's verses. Mm -hmm. Um, so he's like, so far, just maybe my, like, the guy, the person I recognize the most. (laughs) Uh, so I, I think his... His lines over just the piano and bass, where there's no beat, and he's kind of just freewheeling it there. It sounds like I yeah. thought that was that was really great. And then they bring back a beat and have the more, I guess, right, consistent flow that was really that was really cool too. Just to have that contrast right next to each other. Um, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Th- like Sunu, I yeah. I think the one thing that really he excels in is just writing a beat really nicely. Like, however, you know, he he's always so sh- precise w- with his delivery. So yeah, I, I think I'm not surprised that he's the one that's standing out to you early, as yeah. uh, I guess someone new to the boys. Yeah, uh, and. I I think it was maybe one other person. Uh, oh, I, I think look up there. Jacob. I was did the other rap. I think. I okay, think. on this yeah. one, yeah, I think. I I think yeah, I remember seeing that it wasn't. Uh, Chu Hangnyeon. Hangnyeon. Yeah, because he's yeah. Outside of other than Eric, Chu Hangnyeon would be the other rapper. Yeah. So. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I guess I don't I don't have too much else. But what do you did you think of of levitating? Yeah, I think. For me, this is actually another song that did sort of grow on me more, uh, though I, I do agree how the melodically it's one of the ones that sticks out more early on comparatively. Uh, but I think for me, what turned me off a little bit was sort of similar to what I mentioned with the code, but I think it's kind of worse here is mm-hmm. the quality of the production for me. I don't know what it is about the synth, especially in the chorus, about it feels very, like, I don't want to say cheap. I don't want to keep saying the word cheap, but um, it just feels like lower in quality for some reason. I don't know why, if it's just that, if it's that like blunt, punchy, like bass 
sound that they chose for the 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 main like dun 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 dun, like yeah, something about that feels both like just dated and a kind of, uh, yeah, lower in in quality to me. Uh, but there are still definitely sections of the song that I do really enjoy. Uh, I also enjoyed the rap section in the second verse, particularly Sunner's. Uh, I love the bridge in this actually. The the synth they had in the bridge was really pretty, and I loved the texture of that. Uh, it just sounded really cool and was like it evoked. Uh, I I don't know what other type of music I could relate it to, but uh, like certain types of indie that mm-hmm. I really enjoy. Uh, like that reminded me of that. So. Like those were sort of the <laughs> sections that were felt like more of an oasis. I was levitating in those moments <laughs> while listening to the song, and then everything else sort of like brought me back down wow. to earth. Or, yeah. So yeah. So I guess I don't like the song as much as I initially said I was going to. But yeah, uh, I do feel better about the song now than I did in my first listens, though. So yeah, yeah I think just the the tone of those, like, of yeah, the bass and everything was so apparent to me that I was like, oh, that that's weird. So, yeah, yeah. I going back to the bridge or the section like right before it. Maybe it was the post chorus, but there's mm-hmm. some like guitar playing there. That's almost like it's almost harsh sounding. It's really it's like in oh, the yeah. upper uh, neck. Uh, yeah. section so I I thought that was kind of cool um, and then I I love that bridge I thought it was over mm-hmm. too soon I wish there was maybe a, yeah. another four measures or something um, yeah. but then yeah it, it did bring us just back to the, the chorus yeah. uh, I know I didn't catch that guitar section until you mentioned it I didn't know it was there <laughs> yeah I mean I, I, I gotta catch it <laughs> I mean I, yeah. I gotta bring it up so it isn't interesting. It's like because they didn't really have it elsewhere in the song. Yeah, I think just so far back there that yeah, it was, you have to really pay attention, like find to find it. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's not even like it's straight. It's like not like clear notes they're playing. It's just like it's just I don't know. It's, yeah, it's not like soloing. It's just picking almost randomly at wherever the hands are. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Another thing I just noticed as well, I think it's only the last chorus. It sounds like they add a random chord of like an organ sound. I don't know if that's actually there or if I'm just imagining it in my head because I really want it to be there. But I think like just organ chords in the last chorus would have been a really, really nice touch for this kind of song. But I like, but like more extended and like, like, I don't know, like trilling up and like mm-hmm. really building up to like something a lot more like heavier and epic, I think would have been cool. But I mean, I'm not the producer of this song. And I, if they're happy with it, then I'm, I'm happy for them. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot in the I should did mention, but there in the pre-chorus, I like the keys that they had there. Yes. They were like sort of like 80s ish. Uh, there, I have a preset on in my in a program that calls a very similar sounding piano uh, 80s piano. Yeah. So no, I love that pre-chorus. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that was my last note for for that song. Uh, did you have anything else on levitating? 
No, I think this may be one of the more critical times I've been of a song. <laughs> so, mm. uh, yeah, I think I'll, I'll end it there. Okay. Well, I guess uh, we should just move on and uh, just see if we'll be able to, or if, if the boys will be able to survive the night with you. Uh, uh, poking holes through their discography. Oh, no. Just, <laughs> but, um... Yeah, yeah. What did you think of "Survive the Night"? Mm-hmm. The moment this song played, I immediately got excited. I think this is like it, it kind of unfortunately took until the fifth song, but this is the first one where the moment it started playing, I felt really excited to listen to it. Uh, I mean, it starts off immediately with that very like reverbed guitar, which um, with like I lo- just love that tone. It brings me back to a lot of like. I don't know. It, I don't even know what it brings me back yeah. to, but it feels nostalgic, which is great. Uh, I think the last time we had something like that was on Onu's album Dice with the song Yobobi, yeah. which I absolutely love. So I thought, you know, this was giving me the same feelings of that etherealness and dreamy, like dream, it's a dreamlike state, uh, which I guess makes sense called Survive the Night. So, um, but yeah, so I really enjoyed that and you know the song stuff melodically also was like it has a nice like top line too in the verse so i was like all right great we're uh things are going great with this song so um yeah i know i just really like how this song feels sounds just everything about it's like legato like flowiness and um yeah i know i just like how the song flows if this song does anything it's flows um, the pre-chorus is great. The um, I like that transition particularly. I think the first pre-chorus it goes from Ju Haknyeon to Jacob, and then second time it's Hyunjae the new. The, uh, the the one that leads into the tell me what should I do? Mm. I just want to be with you. Yeah. It's so pretty. It's I very like sort of two thousands poppy in a really good way. Uh, so yeah, I I really like this song a lot. Um, and especially with the top line and the chorus, it's a lot more understated until it builds up and like swells up nicely. So yeah, I, I, I do like this song a lot. So I'm happy at least this is one of these. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I like the song a lot too. Um, the, the guitar, is, I, I was thinking like, almost shoegaze but it's not quite shoegaze yeah it's like kind of there yeah uh, but did I you mean, say the same thing about yobobi <laughs> maybe i did i could have yeah oh, oh i'm just reading my notes from yobobi <laughs> so yeah, new tone yeah. sounds great <laughs> oh shoot uh so, yeah yobobi means uh, i forgot what fox yeah, rain that's <laughs> uh what else did I like? Um, well, one thing that I thought was really great about this was that lyrics on this were all Sunwoo. And mm. I, like, whenever I see that a member has written lyrics, and then you, you find out also that they're also the rapper, but, like, you, I, I assume that they're mostly writing just their verses, which is really cool. But mm. then uh, here it seems like, Sunwoo just wrote the whole song, oh, the, the entire lyrics for the song, and that that's that's really cool. That they're not just doing the the rap sections. Um, yeah. But 
one thing on top of that was that uh, the last chorus, some of the lines are different from Ooh. the first two. And again, the tra- like translations aren't always great. There's no official one, but the, I liked the way they changed. Um, the original, the Google Translate says that the first two lines in the last chorus, or the, the normal chorus, were sink in the night between endless darkness. But then the new uh, change is hold my hand tight between the dazzling lights. And I, I think it Ooh, just like changes yeah. like, the story. And I think yeah. that's really cool. It's like there's um, a progression to the what this song is saying. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I like and that. It kind of like makes sense with the song being called Survive the Night. Like mm-hmm. it seems like they're making it through. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and with the melodies, there's a little bit of a pleadingness to it, too, and that's where it comes with the swells. I mentioned it a little bit before, but I'll dig into it more now. Like, in that chorus, the I really like how it's like, yeah, it starts understated, the, and then it builds up to a... to, like, a higher, like, almost beltiness at the end of that line, that sequence. So it's sort of like they're really like straining or like working ex- like hard to sort of, I guess, survive through the night. Yeah. Survive is really the key word when it comes to the storyline of this, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I would love I the translations like always aren't great. So right. but I think I, I was able to get an idea of what you're trying to talk yeah. about in the song um and then oh yeah at the end they do the end they close out with the first two lines of the song which mm-hmm. is also kind of cool which i didn't write down but they're the first two songs uh it's the first two lines which i think sunwoo has so i think he sings the beginning and the end uh sounds cool um yeah one there was one thing that did stand out to me though was their their choice of like for the drums and the rhythm where i think in the chorus okay because i think i have the same note (laughs) it's like it's it's really like a kind of hip-hop beat there like yeah it's it's like they could it's like that's what their first try like they okay like they lay down some drums and then they maybe could have revisited it yeah Yeah. it it just seems like the first thought but i think i like it still but and then I like when they take out the hi-hats, or I guess it's more like they bring in the hi-hats in the chorus, but mm. when it's just the the kick and the snare without the hi-hats, I also like that. I I think mm. it's fine, but... It it's when they bring like, in the hi-hats, I think it's... Yeah. They turn it a little trappier, yeah. That was my one criticism of the song. I, I, I don't like the drum choice for the chorus there, because... I think there it kind of I feel like it dates the song a little bit, yeah, like it, it brings me back to like like early like Jordan Sparks or like those type of R and B songs, which is like you know a very and I I, I think I feel like I brought that up before in other songs mm-hmm. like Leona Lewisy that type of like R and B from that specific era, but I think here I it kind of lessens a bit of the earnestness i think it's still very earnest but i do think that like yeah a softer or even a more like uh like 
uh, not natural, but like using like a real, like bringing back that Marchy type of snare, I think would have been a really good choice here or something, uh, just something a bit lighter or less, yeah. less manufactured of a beat would have been a, like, yeah, a stronger choice for me. Yeah, yeah. I would love to hear how that would sound just because I think it would s- make the song have bring its own like tone <laughs> it would yeah. ma- help maintain it a little more yeah. um, but of course that's what we have to listen to so yeah, yeah. If, if, or at least, yeah interesting or maybe at least switch it up so that the snare isn't just on the two and the four maybe and I think that would have brought a little bit something more interesting but again I'm not the producer I think I'm taking a class now, so maybe yeah. my brain is just <laughs> yeah, maybe, being yeah. a little more nitpicky, but yeah, that's just personal preference. But that doesn't undersell how much I do really right. like this song. Yeah. Um, all right. So I think we can already move on to track number six, Timeless. Um, I can, I'll start with this one. This one is like mm-hmm. just very overtly feel good and i think it's it's a nice song to close out the album yeah. i i was thinking this should be their encore song at the concert like mm-hmm. oh, oh maybe it was or, or, oh no, oh, no yeah, it couldn't have been it uh, couldn't but, yeah it wasn't uh, released yet it, it seems like that type of song where they come back wearing their like some new t-shirts or something uh the tour shirts specifically. yeah <laughs> <laughs> just waving and grabbing stuff from the audience yeah um but it i i couldn't i don't know if this was but it sounds like this is like a fan kind of song too um and also five of the members work together on the lyrics for this so mm-hmm. that's also as is usually like a good that, indication but, of that, yeah. yeah uh yeah they also released it early on august that's, 8th yeah, yeah. yeah with a music video too so yeah but yeah i mean I don't I don't have like really strong feelings about it. I think it's a, it's a very nice yeah. song. Uh, and the chorus the chorus is kind of an interesting choice though, because I was expecting some drums there where we were talking mm-hmm. about all the drums in, in Survive the Night. This one where the, there aren't any in the chorus and then I really thought in the second half they were gonna just bring in some drums. They even tease some drums in the second half because they play a little fill, but they don't bring a beat in. So <laughs> I think that was such a just very interesting thing. Um, but on the third chorus, they do actually do it full on uh, with the, with the drums, uh, which is I, I think you do have to be deliberate about that. Like yeah, yeah, we have to we're gonna withhold drums from them until the third time, um, but. Yeah, there, there's another thing, of course, that we'll point out. But uh, overall, what did you feel about this song? Yeah, I mean, also not, also not very strong feelings about it. My first thought was just like, this is a very cute song. And it's like, yeah, it's very uplifting, feel good. But I think with some of the lyrics, it did feel a bit cheesy in the way, but not the campy cheesy that I mm-hmm. like, but like just cheesy, like saying. Happily, the happy ever after specifically, I was like, oh, it kind of turns it into like more Disney Channel-y kind of song. But, uh, but I will say, I do think this is the 
like just sound sonically it sounds the best produced mm-hmm. out of all six songs like the quality of the instruments the tone arrangement they have does feel very strong compared to um, the rest of the uh, uh, the rest of the songs on the album so I do appreciate that because I like a lot the tone a lot of like the the whatever that instrument is in the chorus where there's yeah. no drum da, 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 da. Yeah. like i enjoy i enjoy listening to that a lot uh yeah i think it's just some of the lyrical content that does throw me off but otherwise i think i would like this song sort of a lot more if it was if it wasn't for those small things but yeah it's just listening to it now it's very it's it's very nice to listen to yeah i thought i heard some bird chirps like oh. in one section but they go away pretty quick. I was like, mm. in maybe the first verse, but it does very sound bright and like uh, uplifting. So I think that that just helped with that. Um, but I guess I mean, we can see the to... bridge. Uh-huh. I thought the chords there were like pretty sick. Like yes. they're actually like very cool, <laughs> like unexpectedly cool. Uh, and what and the new sound that they had played that. Um, but then. The first time I heard this, I wasn't expecting it, and then and then there was a key change. Yes, I I wasn't even like paying attention to the song, but then I like perked up when it came yeah. on. Like, I, like I I feel like the song wasn't projecting a key change like some no. songs do, and then <laughs> when you hear it back, you're like, you you of course you remember it, but then you hear that line before it. And you're like, I guess they were trying to... Yeah. It's like, it does kind of suggest it coming on. But it also kind of doesn't because you mentioned how the previous choruses are just, were just vocal and that instrument we really yeah. like. So it just felt like they're just going to start it off empty and just do that and then bring on a full arrangement because it felt like it was just going to lead it to just that. But then it was a very direct key change yeah, out just... of silence too, which was really yeah. cool. Uh, I mean, and you know, I mean, we always talk about how much I love a key change, <laughs> so I'm very happy that we got one uh, out of this song. So yeah, good job. <laughs> yeah, let me uh, really quickly look at uh, who the, composed by William Segerdahl, Matilda Thompson, Val Del Prete of One Five Three Jumbus Group, and oh, shout out. Uh, yeah, Martin Tornberg. So mm. the best produced song and the <laughs> best arrangement i guess they, they know how to do it uh, so um did you happen to check out the video for this yeah it's i mean it's fun it's yeah. uh, i have a lot to say about it it's just yeah. a lot of them having like very produced fun times together <laughs> uh, but i mean they all look great i like the styling again i think this is a group that's generally styled very well mm-hmm. so shout out to um I guess IST or Creakers prior yeah. to their team to doing a good job, but it's very summery. I think I appreciate that a lot. I like them on the yacht and yeah. enjoying the time there. That was really fun. And I forgot who it was who was like uh, playing <laughs> yeah. with the other's hair. And then Sonu just looking like, yeah. I thought this is fun. I like just show their personalities. The boys seems like a group that has fun personalities, so I do enjoy it when they show that off so yeah 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 i i it reminded me a bit of that the 2 p.m video from last year where they all went to uh, like the cafe the cafe one yeah uh, yeah <laughs> i thought that was like 
they just went away to have some fun. And, yeah. Uh, there was also a behind the scenes of the of this timeless video, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it just looked fun when they were on the yacht and they could just like lie down on the yacht, yeah. like outside. And yeah, that just looked really nice. Yeah. It looked like a beautiful day that they were shooting. Oh yeah, at, so. I wonder where this. Where, did they say where it was? Uh, I don't remember. Okay. They did say. Yeah, because yeah, it does look really nice. Have yeah. you ever been on a yacht before? I don't think I've been on a yacht, just like a boat on a lake. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I've been on a docked yacht. We didn't take it oh, out, okay. but we were hanging out on a docked yacht. Oh. But it was still very nice. Oh. It was in, the, it was in San Francisco. But yeah, because our friends, like parents, have one, so mm. we just like hung out on it. Um, but it, yeah, it's it's nice. Like even if it's docked, like you're not going anywhere. Yeah. It's it's a good time. I've been on a nice kind of boat for a wedding reception in San Francisco. Ooh. But it was, I think, we didn't go anywhere. Yeah, we didn't, it was stuck. Yeah. But yeah, that was nice. Uh, yeah. That was cool. Yeah, you know, it's like you get the, the boat feel, but not the motion sickness. So. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of wondering about that. If if when they're filming, like, oh. like if someone gets motion sickness, like, do they just shoot? other members like, <laughs> yeah, yeah maybe um, <laughs> who didn't show up as much in those shots yeah <laughs> i don't think they were all on the boat and oh really in the or in the uh in the behind the scenes oh you don't i don't think you see everyone on the boat oh maybe um, because the most quick sickness. <laughs> yeah maybe but yeah it, it still it still looked really nice just yeah right there. um yeah uh, so, yeah, I guess that will wrap up the, this yeah. album, the, the seventh uh, mini album from The Boys. I guess for a last call, uh, I can go ahead. It seems like you had a little more to say, maybe. But um, sure. this was pretty much my introduction to them, or like listening to them intently. And I, I feel like I wish... I had been introduced to something else of theirs earlier. I think that something maybe would have... Of the songs I had learned, I went back to, uh, there were some that just stood out more to me uh, from their earlier albums that maybe if I had heard those first, I I would be a bigger fan. But like with this album, very little grabbed me and... I, there, there were moments that I thought were really cool, but I feel like I was tending to listen to all the production and instruments, and that is less of a reflection of the members. And I think when I when I find that my comments are all about like like instruments, then um, I don't know. It maybe means I, I I wasn't thinking too highly of what the the songs actually were. Uh, but it, yeah, I think the there was I only really watched one performance of them through the video, um, and that, that they looked like they are great performers. That I have no issues with that, uh, and they I, I think they have uh, a fun group dynamic based on the behind the scenes of the timeless video. I think just these songs didn't 
really impress me too much and um I, I I always feel bad saying I always like feel bad when I don't like a group because I I, I always want to like the the uh, these people who work so hard but it's it just these songs aren't that memorable to me and it was it was kind of just hard to get into a lot of it um, but still. I, all of the positive comments I said throughout are, are still true. I think they tend to be more of individual sections of the songs than these songs as a whole. Um, so I'm gonna continue to go back because they have a lot of music. They are much. They've been around longer than I thought. So uh, I think I'll find more to like from them um, than I already have. Uh, but. It, yeah, it's just with this latest effort, um, I kind of was wanting a little more. Yeah, no, I think I think that's fair because for me, I mean, I mentioned I started listening to them around 2020, uh, so I do have a bit more history with them, and I think for me, maybe it's because I think so highly of what they did in 2020 that I am a lot more critical of them these past couple years because with my album notes here i am a lot more directly critical than i often am in other episodes because maybe we cover groups that i already have a lot more history with or uh it's or maybe i'm just trying to be nicer with groups that i'm not as familiar Mm. with so when it comes to the boys i think part of it is that i kind of want better from them because I know we can get great and incredible stuff from them. Uh, yeah, mentioning 2020 specifically, like the performances on yeah, Road to Kingdom were great, but uh, also like my favorite singles from them are Reveal and The Stealer, which came out that year. And I think those songs are incredible. The music videos are great. The performances are great. Like everything about those and their albums too. I like the B-sides on those albums a lot too. So I know they can put out really great stuff. And uh, oh, it's kind of weird that it's not like the fun stuff that I find really refreshing. Like, you know, Whisper was or even like Thrill Ride. Uh, like Thrill Ride was like okay to me. But uh, I think what makes it even more, I don't want to say frustrating because that makes it seem like I'm not into this group because I do feel like I am, but where I really do want more is like, they also, they can come out with really incredible, interesting stuff. Like the Japanese single, She's the Boss, I think is great. I love that song a lot. So uh, I think, yeah, I think I'm just hoping for more stuff releases of that caliber of that production level and because they obviously can do it and have done it so yeah so one thing when an ep like this comes out especially right off the heels of she's the boss i'm like oh like yeah these are fine like they're not like none of these are i think i would call like bad songs yeah I just have am critical about certain aspects of them that make them like where I see there's a lot of potential in them, uh, but you know, I'm gonna continue like looking forward to the boys releases, you know, uh, because I think in 2020 I 
they were sort of my project boy group where it's like oh, okay this is the boy group they're gonna put an effort into listening to more of this stuff uh you know backtracking to stuff like no air and giddy up prior and then looking forward to their upcoming releases so it's been a lot kind of a roller coaster ride from there a thrill ride i guess <laughs> thrilling. <laughs> you know thrilling yeah up and down uh you know liking stuff not liking stuff so much so uh, i think what i think all i'm asking is some consistency there mm-hmm. like just put out consistently great stuff and then i'll be really happy uh yeah because my list of favorite boy groups is much shorter than uh girl groups so i would like to you know throw in some boy group some more boy groups in there i know join 17 got seven and shiny they could use some from some more <laughs> friends uh, yeah yeah you know i was i was like i was kind of wondering i was starting to interrogate my my biases and i was like am i do i just like not like boy groups and or mm-hmm. these new ones so yeah i wonder if i just go into these albums almost not already not enjoying them for some reason but mm-hmm. i mean i think I, I have found things that I like, or uh, songs that I like. Yeah. It's probably just this one collection. Yeah. Um, because I actually, I liked Sweet that came out in June. Oh, yes, Sweet. If That's that the was, universe song, right? Yeah. If, Sweet's if that, really good. If that was on this album, I would have really... Oh, been, yeah. That would have been my favorite song on the album, no, I think. I heard that for the first time today on accident yeah. because my finger slipped and... And hit that song play on Spotify on my phone. Yeah. I was like, "Wait a minute, no, this song is incredible." Yeah, and I saw, I was like, "Oh, this is." I was like, "This came out this year." I thought it was a B side from like a couple years ago, but no, I like, yeah, that song is amazing. Yeah. So like, yeah, again, I mentioned like they can release like they have released really great stuff. So just yeah, consistency is all I want. Yeah. Uh well, that was our discussion of yeah. the boys this week yeah um but i mean i think it's always i don't know useful for us to talk about something we mm-hmm. aren't particularly fond of maybe yeah um, and you know what if fans of the boys their fandom uh the b wants to get at us then fine you know you can yeah, do it yeah chuck's not here so at least you might you might have uh <laughs> an ally somewhere yeah but uh but yeah i don't know i think also we are often very nice maybe yeah. audrey nice or you know maybe a little too nice sometimes <laughs> with things where i'm sure we want to be more critical but yeah. we're all polite people so i think it is i don't want to say refreshing but it's i think there is value to where there's a little bit more criticism mm-hmm. in the music because it's not like we're saying that the boys are bad yeah and these songs are bad and we don't like them and you should not listen to them mm-hmm. i think they're definitely very much worth listening to um but it's like there are definitely songs that we would recommend over other songs and you know it just might not be songs on this album well said um well uh okay Thank you, everyone, for choosing to dine with us. Uh, We hope you enjoyed your meal, and we hope to see you next time. Uh, Please check out our other episodes. uh, Leave us a good tip on your favorite podcast platforms. You can follow us on all the socials, at 
all you can eat on Twitter, Instagram, and even TikTok. Uh, you can also email me, Stephen, at allyoucaneat at gmail.com. And I will respond in a few days, probably. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, for Alan Mark, uh, myself, and, and, and Chuck, too, it has been our pleasure being your leaders. So long, stay safe, and see you next feast. See you. One plus one equals one! You're my genius. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I cracked in the beginning of that. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs>